it was hard not to notice, but was he really doing anything wrong? As I was flying to wish my brother Mazel Tov on an airplane, I was sitting next to a fellow who was dressed rather, well, in a laid-back manner, suffice it to say. He was going in a... Clearly didn't want to be inhibited by his clothing. He probably would give off the impression that he just rolled out of bed. You know, I think he was wearing a t-shirt that had some character on it that had the vision of it looking like it was sleeping, wearing shorts. He was wearing Crocs or Uggs. His hair looked like the shaggy dog that the dog can't see out because the hair is in front of its face. He looked like he had just literally turned over, rolled out of bed, and now put himself on an airplane, quite underdressed, very undignified, to say the least. But was he doing anything wrong? I caught myself before I went down this rabbit hole of thought about, oh, society is so low these days. Where's all these stately and well-dressed individuals with up hats and frocks? And was he really doing anything wrong, though? I don't know. And then I thought further. What happens if I was to wear a t-shirt and shorts every day, but make sure to put a checkbox next to all of the 613 commandments? Would there be any issue with that? I did it. I did all the mitzvos. Probably have a connection with Hashem at some level. So what? I'm not dressed like the Chofetz Chaim or the Chazanish. But I'm doing what Hashem asks of me. So what's the issue? And definitely there's a new fashionable trend to still wear the white shirt here and all the different yeshivos, but, you know, find one that's very comfortable, very laid back, and maybe has a t-shirt feel. So we do embrace, it seems like, in some of the circles, in our own, my own circles, comfort, relaxation, you know? You don't want to feel stuck in your clothing and furthermore perhaps it even will help me to learn better and daven better and the tefillin sits better on my arm so what's the issue you know we all want to find the black sneaker that at least in the yeshiva world that can be worn at a wedding you can play basketball in it and also wear it to shul every morning and to yeshiva so you get one nice pair of black shoes black sneakers you're good to go so Everything's kind of casual, kind of go with the flow. Is that an issue? So I don't really, I didn't think much. I didn't have any proofs. Still didn't sit well with me, but then a pusik in this week's parsha, followed by a musser schmooze from the Heilige, quite hallowed mashkiach of Yeshiva Smir during the Roaring Twenties, Rabbi Yeruchim Levovitz came in this week's parsha, and it enlightened me. And I want to share their perspective and perhaps hear what you have to think. Hashem, Elokecha, Mishalech, Bekerev Machanecha, Parshas Kiseitze, Perek Chof Gimel, Posseg Tesvav, the Jewish people are going out to battle. And Hashem says that Hashem, your God, is going, Mishalech is walking, carrying himself, traveling. Bekerev in the midst, Machanecha of your camp. So now you will be saved because God's with you. And that's kind of like a free power-up. 
You don't really lose any war when you have Hashem on your side. And God's going to see to it that all the enemies will fall before you. And therefore, make sure that your camp is holy. You shouldn't see any nakedness. And you shall turn away from it. So, Hashem's here. I mean, we already know the song, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere. So it shouldn't come as any sort of surprise. But when you really think about it, you read their words critically. Well, Hashem is here. God goes in our midst, in our camps. That seems to demand some sort of respect, perhaps some sort of sanctity and holiness to the environment. And maybe that's exactly what the Pasuk continues when it says, therefore, the camp should be holy because Hashem's divine presence is here amongst us. The Gemara, in fact, gives us cadres, myriads of halachos, Pertaining to that of you're not allowed to pray in the proximity of excrement, any fecal human waste. There should not be any uncovered naked animality that has been excreted from the human being. See to it that it is covered. Distance yourself in order to make a bracha, a blessing, to speak words of Torah. Because God is with us. And there's a significant amount of depth here as to why the human waste represents something that is the antithesis of spirituality. Perhaps it's that there is this concept that the human beings and specifically Jewish people that have been given the Torah, it's our job to shake off the laws of nature and to rise above the physical, to live a very metaphysical life and every sort of reminder of the slavery that the human body is shackled by to the laws of nature, and specifically the crowning example of that being the excrement from a human being, the ultimate loss of potential and the loss of moral free will, it makes sense that that should be covered so that there is no zecher of it. For it's our job to remember, no, I have bechira. I get to choose right over wrong, and soul over body. But it seems to come from the idea that Hashem's in our midst. It's actually shocking that when it comes to the laws of Shabbos and the prohibition of talking about commerce and making business deals for increased profit on Shabbos, it's prohibited. You can't talk about it. Even if you say Nistin Shabbos Garet, it doesn't help. But you can't think about it. La halacha, you could. It's not encouraged. It's not a good practice to take up. I wouldn't start to spread that, but la halacha, it's not exactly prohibited. But in this sugya, on this topic, when you're in the confines, the proximity of a mother changing a dirty diaper in which now the baby's fecal waste has the din of something that is impure, yeah, you can't even think of holiness. 
The whole base measures. If Alashin's there, it's got to close because the baby's getting its diaper changed. Really remarkable, shocking. I'll sort of think about it in words of Torah. The camp should be holy, and all this comes by way of the conclusion that Hashem said that I am with you. I'm involved in your interpersonal life. I am in your camps. Mamash, mamash, kipshuto. Literally, Hashem is here. Hashem is there. Hashem is truly everywhere. Really, it's not a new concept. We say in Hallel, that the Almighty lowers himself from the heavens to see what's going down here on earth. Furthermore, perhaps you've noticed that we say in it's really only two times, I believe, in the liturgy that it is revealed before Hashem, we say it in Asher Yotzar, the blessing after we go to the restroom, that even in the restroom, it is revealed before the throne of glory, that if the body didn't work right, we would basically have no life. Thank you, Hashem, that you keep us healthy, and it is awesome. Kind of an outline of the bracha. But it, we mention the throne of glory. The Vilna Gon points out that the only other mentioning of this is by the High Holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and everything is holy by a Jew from the bathroom to Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. But Vilna Gon definitely gives us a significant idea in that talk, in that message, that even in the bathroom, God lowers himself to bring his presence in there with you. Masech the Talmud and the Shulchan Aruch tell us that there's certain laws of modesty in the bathroom. Because of that, when you're allowed to expose some skin and how one will, must clean themselves. Because Hashem Elokechem is halach bekerav machanecha, he's here. And you know what else? You know what's more? Hitherto, when there is somebody that is holy in your midst, you tend to dress to act and to carry yourself a bit differently. Rabbi Rucham said, you know, the other day I was going out with the other rabbis of Yeshiva Smir to meet the Nasi Hamedina, the president of the state, the country. I don't know who it was at that time. But I noticed that we had all, all the rabbis, that is, dressed our best, put on the Shabbos garb, give honor to the king. Believe the halachas even to a non-Jewish king. You give honor. You say shalom. Give respect and show dignity. Act stately. Dress immaculately and very imperialistic. So I was thinking, wow. The Shabbos ties. The suits pressed. The hats up. All prepared to give shalom. What about the fact that Hashem the Almighty is quite literally in our midst. How do we, and how do we prepare for all of these different audiences? The goal here of this talk, the objective is that we should see that Hashem is really here and therefore that obligates that. No, you can't necessarily carry yourself like an individual that just rolled out of bed and... They look rather unpolished. But if God's in our midst, more is asked of us. And we should at least dress the part as the nakuda, the point that Rabbi Yerucha makes. What would you do if you were going to meet the president 
How would you dress if you're going to a wedding? It's interesting. Are you dressing up for the chasan and the kala? Are you dressing up for yourself? Or you seem to be giving honor just to the location, the event, basic dignity, the law of the location and the event governs a certain amount of class in the way that one gets dressed. Unbelievable. Because Hashem, He lives with us. It's very, very personal. Imagine the Rosh Hashiva. The rabbi in your town gave a call and said, you know, I'm looking for a place to stay for a couple days. Do you have any open bedrooms? Yeah, sure, of course. The Rav's calling, the Rosh Hashiva's calling, of course. They come over for Shabbos. It's beautiful. The kids are all dressed immaculately. Everyone's prepared. Dad's learning all the time. Mom is, has become the expert in chesed. Everyone is up there. Their perfect and best pristine behavior trying to give honor and respect to the rabbi. But what if the rabbi never left? Just imagine living life with the Rosh Yeshiva in one of the bedrooms upstairs. He's in your midst. Maybe he slept on the couch in your living room. Hashem Elokecha, the God of the world, is literally in our camps. When you look at the way that the great ones of your of antiquity, of yesteryear, the great Rosh Yeshivas of that of Slabodka and Kelm, you see a certain stateliness, a regality, not a beard hair out of place, perfectly polished, the glasses sitting exactly perfectly on their nose with a certain... They carry themselves like, like a god. They carry themselves with covet. Seems like they know that Hashem is here. They carry themselves with that modesty. They carry themselves with that class. And definitely, it's not by coincidence that a lot of the great ones carry themselves this way. It was just a couple of years ago. Was it last week? I can't recall. We got a mitzvah of Lysus Goy to do. And even if one is mourning the loss of a loved one, do not hurt yourself. Do not carve your skin. Do not cut yourself. Do not peel back skin and make bruises. Why? Because you are children of the Almighty. Rashi says, you know why? There's this connection here. We're children and we're made in the image of Hashem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are no im. Noim, be beautiful. So you represent HaKadosh Baruch Now it's up for us to discuss what exactly is beauty, what exactly is class. But we got to dress like a mensch with some dignity. Because dress like the altar of Slabodka or at least a step up closer to it. Real class. Like a high-end Jew. I can't help but think about my late Bubby. My Safta, Ann Zuckerman. She was the best. I remember coming home from Yeshiva and off Shabbos, coming home back to Virginia and seeing her. And she was a great one. She would always, you know, like a great Jewish Bubby. She had endless food, bialis. I don't even know, remember what that is or what it is. Olive oil and the pizza sauce and the chocolate chip cookies, I can see it, and she would invite me in, and you want more? No, I had, okay, no, you, oh, you don't like my cookies? No, so have more, okay, Bobby, I'll have more, so I'll have more, fine. But, 
I mean, I have to stick in here. She would always say, oh, your chavrusa's good. She was a she was a sharp one. She knew she always spoke her her mind, spoke the truth. Is, is, is he good enough for you? Yes, after He's good enough. He's good. She was great. But she had a class about her. I remember her mink coats on Chavez. I remember her velvet bag that she would carry with her that said Shabbos on it, on Shabbos. No plastic bags. My daughter of Hashem. Hashem I remember. She, she, she would walk slowly. You can't run in the streets. E, fork and knife. I could never picture my Safta standing at a smorgasbord and just grabbing some barbecue ribbon, gnawing off a bite to eat at the wedding. No, I'd imagine. I bet you. She would go, put it on a plate, take a seat. She held herself in such close proximity to Hashem with such a regality and such a self-worth. Oh, it was brilliant to watch. Where and what can we say about modern society now? It's one of the places that contemporary thought and Western philosophy seems to fight back, push back against and erode by the day. That it's all about being casual, being relaxed. Because who really cares? And why not? But maybe they forgot. Did you know that Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, the Rosh Yeshiva of Philadelphia Yeshiva, a man who knows all of Talmud Bavli, with Rashi and Tosvos, Pnei Yeshua, off the top of his fingertips, and that was only when he was much younger, who can imagine what he knows now? He said that in all of my time spent at home, I never saw my father, the great Slabodka Talmud in Rosh Yeshiva, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, ever, I never saw him without a shirt on. I never saw him in his undershirt and tzitzis. I mean, sometimes this is a way. If I, you imagine, never like a father has to go out and, and put the coffee on or, or turn off the light. Yeah, I don't know, t-shirt and sit. Rav Shmuel never saw Rabbi Yaakov without his white shirt on. Never just in sitzes. Class, high end, a, a, a dignified and important connection to Hashem and a knowledge of Hashem Elokechem is halach bekerev ma chanecha. Truthfully, the halachos mandate this based on the Pasuk and Amos, that that we prepare ourselves to meet Hashem in an even more palpable way during davening, that one isn't allowed to daven barefoot or in some sort of large trench coat that isn't normal to be prayed in. Hichon. Sounds like prepare yourself to meet Hashem in that real face-to-face type of way. Because definitely and clearly and we're forced to conclude because Hashem is here, Hashem is there, Hashem is truly everywhere, and we should dress the part and carry ourselves with that self-worth and with that reality. Definitely. It's one of the quickest things to become history in America. doesn't really matter. I can fly on an airplane. Why does it matter if I'm just wearing... Some t-shirt and some shorts, it's all really okay. But perhaps we can say now, no. You may just be 
you know, like we said, if I wear a t-shirt and shorts and now I'm doing all the 613 mitzvot, what's the problem with that? Well, maybe halacha there isn't, but maybe I'll never have that realization that Hashem is in my midst. And maybe we'll never become real. It will just be a big book of laws that I'll be carrying out. But if you don't come to the realization that Hashem is here and that there's this very close and personal, intimate connection, well, I ask you, what are you left with? So, think about how you would get dressed up if you went to see an important person. Think about and look at the pictures of the way that the the chashev, the important and significant characters of the European great Jewish world would dress and act and carry themselves. It is clear that they knew Hashem is in our midst. That Hashem lowers himself. He is here. He is literally and that mandates and dictates that certain laws of dignity may be kept, should be kept. So stride forth, like my bubby. Stride forth, carry yourself. The altar of Slabodka, like Rabbi Yerucham Levovitz, like Rabbi Simcha Zisel Ziv Breida, the altar of Kelm. Stride forth, not in a lowly manner. Maybe I'll just say it, thinking that it's class to wear some sort of other designer label that you're literally just a walking billboard of interlocking H's or G's or whatever their brand is, that now you're just some flashing advertisement for them, and now you believe that that is actually some level of class. But imagine that some real dignified claw, some dignified representation of what a Jewish person is, and wear that as your cloak, your garment of kingliness. That's something special. So, yeah, you are the children of Hashem, Elokecha. And yes, Hashem is here. So, dress immaculately. Dress dignified. Dress stately. Repudiate the ways of just constantly keeping everything chill, blasé, you know, just, you know, just hanging out unceremoniously, Hashem is here, and Hashem is there. And you know what? Hashem alokecha hisalech bekerav machanecha. And therefore, the hoya machanecha kadosh. We dress the part, we act the part, and we keep the camp holy.